What process are you in? And you might ask yourself, why do I need a process? I only want results. Because as a manager, that is what I'm really interested in. More results, faster results, cheaper results. And let's face it, that is absolutely true. Because we are focusing on the results. And the result is the sum of the consequences of your actions while getting closer to your goal. And that is the same for your team. The consequences of their actions on the way getting closer to their goal are the results that you would like to see. And when you ask a group of managers about what influences the results of your team, you get quite a number of answers. You will have answers. It will be the markets. It will be customers. It will be competitors. It could be the team's competencies or the budgets and the resources that you have available or the stock availabilities. Perhaps even internal pricing and structures will help you achieve the results. But when you then look at these list of things that really influences the results as this interview or short questionnaire would relieve, then you would notice, but wait a minute, There are other things that also influence the result. Because if you listen to Jim Collins, who is the author of Good to Great, and one of my favorite authors, he talks about what really drives them great results and what really makes sure that you always achieve your results. And that is where you have to look at the process. A process is a sequence of steps, or depending actions, that lead safely to the desired goal because that is really what you want to achieve your goal and the process in getting there that is what we're going to talk about today Welcome to the Power Hour. I am Coach Colin. I'm here to help you master your leadership. Now, I'm not quite sure why you're here and it could be that you want to understand more about this idea about processes and things or perhaps you feel overwhelmed that you need to be more in control of the situation, really understand what is happening or Perhaps your market grew last quarter and now you need even better results. And this means that you have definitely come to the right place because if you want to know more about the principle around processes or if you want to get to know the process in sales in particular, then you are right here. And please stay on if you want to know um, how you can work with your team's process in particular to be better. Because what we're going to talk today about is talk about the generic principle of processes and, well, present the sales manager process in greater detail so that you know how you can be in control of these things and show you a sequence of approach when working with processes, which will lead to the manager's four areas of process improvement. So welcome to today's Power Hour around which process are you in? So if we ask that question about what influences the results 
If you're a team, you can also ask another question which might lead to better answers because that question would be to become better and more efficient. How can you and your team influence your results? Just think about that one for another moment. To become better and more efficient, how can you and your team influence your results? Think about that one just a moment. How can you and your team How can you and your team influence your results? You suddenly realize that there are different answers to be had because not only the external influences that have an impact on the results, but now we're talking about the internal influences that have an, have an impact on, on your results. And there you find answers which are quite different because, of course, the team's competencies play a role. Making better choices plays a role here. Being careful on your resources is quite important. Or another answer could be improving the quality in doing things. And a very general answer, but quite often very common answer would be, well, simply being more professional. And that is what we're going to talk about. So what that does really mean? Well, as I said, on one side, you've got the extrinsic answers. And on one side, if we structure those internal answers around what you can do, then you suddenly realize that there are some categories of um, that have influences on your results. And the categories in which you judge your results are the following. You will judge the results by the volume of the result that you are creating. Typically in sales, this would be the revenues. You will be judging the outcome of your result by the quality in sales, that would be the margin. Or you could be judging the outcome of your result by the efficiency, meaning how much time you're spending in achieving the result. And you can also measure the result by the effectiveness that you had by to achieve these results, which means that the cost you spent in getting there. And when you look at those four categories, then you think, well, how can you measure the progress of your team in becoming better? Which means in all these four categories, you will want to look into seeing how can you improve the volume, the revenues? How can you improve the quality and the margin? How can you improve the efficiency or the effectiveness of your team while achieving those results and becoming better? And specifically, how can you measure the progress in that improvement. So it's not only the final result that you're going to measure, but it will also be interesting to be measuring the progress of those improvements so that your team actually understands that things are changing, things are getting to the better. So let's have another detailed look at those four categories and how, just imagine how you could then increase and progress in this area. What drives volume? I mean, of course, immediately you can have strategies that increase the um, the revenues. You can look at the higher number of customers visit. You can look at the large opportunities. You can perhaps increase the share of special tools which are more expensive, or you can be looking for larger customers. And 
You can also look at the side where you can drive the quality. In sales, it's very often the margin. And you can have um, strategies that increase the margins of the products and services sold, which means that you can perhaps have a look at the quality of the projects. You can prefer certain solutions which are which have a higher margin um, or you can choose smaller customers which uh, might have less negotiating power which means that your pricing will be better with these customers so and then the third category um, you will be thinking about well what drives efficiency because if you can have strategies that reduce the time spent to the sale, then of course you can be more efficient. And reducing the time might be that you're asking the right questions. You are perhaps qualifying the needs of the projects and you're planning proactively, less reacting because so that you become more efficient in the way you're doing things. And perhaps you can, you can Find some resellers and some agents that can do the work for you so that you're not investing all your own time in the selling process. And in the fourth category, of course, you can look at what is driving effectiveness. And there you can have strategies that can reduce the cost of sale. You can look at internet sales. You can... You can be looking at getting clear commitments um, before you actually test your products and your services so that you don't test things and do investments in the sales process in vain. You can make sure that you're meeting the real demands um, and doing less assumptions and perhaps you're selling less of your special tools that need customizing because you know that um, they are cheaper to sell and you might be look, looking into less optimizations on the well on the way so these are four again the four categories where you can have specific strategies in these areas to become better and when we then look at these strategies that um, will help you to become better in these four areas you have to think about well what is really going to make the difference in these four areas and we're quite sure you're going to pick out a number of actions immediately and say, yes, I'm going to do this and I'm going to change to that. But then I have to bring you back to Jim Collins, to one of my favorite quotes, because he says, of course, you're going to have results in these four areas when you start actions. And the the results that you're going to have in these four areas are going to have a final impact on your overall goal. But you have to think about the following. If you're not sure about how you're going to get your result and how you actually got your result, you might just as well admit that you got lucky. Now, this is a very, very tough uh, quote from Jim Collins because you might be sitting there and thinking, wait a minute, getting lucky? I don't get lucky. I know exactly what it is that is going to make me achieve my results. And that is perfect because that is exactly where we want to be. Because if you know exactly what you need to do to achieve the results, which means that you also have a sequence of things in your head that will allow you to achieve these results again and again. And this sequence of things, this sequence of actions that you put into place that allow you to achieve your result the next time in a different market with a new service means that you know exactly what your process looks like. And that is what we're going to look at right now because the sales process actually is 
well, in sales, it's quite typically to sales, but it means that in any type of business that you are running, you want to be aware as a manager about those process steps that lead to your results. Because those process steps are always the same in your business, whether you're in sales, whether in R&D, whether in production, whether in purchasing. They're all a number of consecutive steps that lead to good results. And if you want great results, you want to dive in into every single step and start improving that. And that is what we're going to look at. So what is the what are the steps here in our sales process? And what are the steps that you want to improve and how can you improve those? So starting from the left, of course, you want to have the right customer. And the right customer that you choose will allow you to have a better dialogue, that will allow you to um, un- <laughs> reveal the opportunities and um, the challenges that the customer has. And together with those with those uh, newer, higher level of information, you're also allowed to validate the um, an account and perhaps offer better resources and a better commitment to this type of account. And when you have your own strategy in place that you would like to offer to your customer, then you can allow to present these um this offer or this corp- level of cooperation to your customer by talking to different people to different levels in your in your um, with your customer account, and when you have done that, suddenly you realize that you're unveiling different needs that the customer has because you're talking to perhaps other contacts that you're usually talking to, which means that in the long run, you will have much better opportunities. You will have a much better insight of the projects that is going on with your customer. And when you start to agree on the priorities of those projects, you will have a dialogue with the customer around what is really necessary to be done and how these projects really offer savings for the customers, which means that Further down the line, you will be doing quotations for the customer's projects that the customer is really waiting for and expecting so that he can become better. And in the end, of course, you're going to be doing a review of the whole process to see that the expectation that you created at the beginning of your process for yourself and for your customer, whether that is really coming into place which means that you will then be closing the loop and say, well, okay, great, let's do adjustments in this whole sales process again with my customer and with my team so that we can become better again and again. And this is the whole sales process in which you're typically working, which allows you to look into step by step to see, well, what can I do there in changing the way we're working that will increase the revenues Or how can I improve these different steps so that I can have a better margin in the end? Or how can I fine-tune every single step so that I can be better in my cost or that I can be more efficient in in the time that I spend with my customers so that I can improve my processes? Because that is where, in the end... If I increase the revenue, increase the margin, reduce the cost and reduce the time spent in the process that leads to the sale, that is when I can create consistent results. That is where I can create consistent growth with my team without depending on an external market that is helping me, without 
depending on external customers that is making my life harder or even giving me an opportunity to win certain orders without these external factors that is so very hard to control because now I'm controlling the internal factors that is allowing me to make me grow, to be more effective, to be more efficient and really be in control of my own destiny even in hard times and that is exactly what I am looking for. So what does that mean in detail? In every single step, actually, I can go in now and have another, have another look around how do I work? Because if I start at the beginning from left to right, which means I always look at the input of a step that I have. Let's assume that I would like to have, you know, offer the right team, the right resources, the right um, services to my customer, which means I have to look at this step that I'm looking at. And in that step, I will be, be considering, well, what value do I really add in that step? In that step, I'm looking at considering the needs of my customer, considering the abilities that I have in my team, putting together a plan so that what I have to offer appears to be larger than only the products and services I'm selling in the end, so that I can really get myself aligned to my customer needs. So that is the value that I'm adding in that step. So the input I need to look at is really considering, well, what data did I have to choose this specific customer on which I'm making my analysis, on which I'm aligning my abilities and capabilities to his needs. And if I'm not satisfied with that step I'm doing right now, then I have to improve the input. And the output that I want to deliver to the next step, which means when I start talking to my customer, is in fact a perfect offer, a perfect plan, a perfect overview around how my abilities can get aligned to the customer's desires, which should be making our offer more attractive to the customer and allowing a partnership. So this is where I can always do a step-by-step improvement and jump into every step into the sales process and define what is the value that I'm adding here right now? How can I um, what input do I need to increase and create that value? And what more input can I need to do a better job in adding that value? And what is the output to the next step? I always have this combination when I improve my, my process steps moving from the left to the right. And that means that in my sales process, I start at the very beginning, which means choosing my customers offering the right resources, finding the right contacts that will find what I have to offer more interesting, talking about the potential value in the customer, defining the opportunities, prioritizing the opportunities and defining the savings that is potential, potentially available for the customer, making quotes that is really important for the customer and in the end, making sure that I close the quotes and follow up to, to make sure that the value of the whole process cycle is available for the customer and, and also the value for our internal processes is efficient as possible. But now you're going to ask yourself, well, this is great, Colin, but if you look at the results that I want to achieve right now, it takes us such a long time to start at the beginning and choosing customers. Is there a faster way? And actually, there is. There is a faster way into improving the results because I can start at the end. 
right? I can look at the results that I'm getting right now and then I can ask myself, well, what is the very last and final step that I need to improve my results? And of course, you're going to have a look at the same categories again and its revenues and its margins and its costs and its time that you're spending inside the sales process. But now you suddenly realize, but wait a second, the last thing that I am looking at in my sales process when it comes to result is the quotes. The quotes is an accumulation of all the efforts that your sales team has been doing on the way, which means that they have invested a lot of time in getting those quotes out there. And even your customers spend a lot of time in in perhaps teaching you and sharing with you information how they wanted to have the quotes um, expressed. And now if those quotes are still not ordered, that is where the highest value that you have accumulated is right now. So that is where the lowest hanging fruits are. And that is where you want to go in immediately to understand, well, which quotes can I pick up right now? Which means that if you want to um, increase the output immediately, you can have a look at the expected output and you say, I want to have more orders. I want to have more orders with higher margins. Well, exactly those are the ones that you want to follow up, which means your required action that you want to go in and stepping backwards is to make sure that you follow up on all the quotations with high margins. Put the inside salespeople there to follow up all the salespeople to do an action on Friday so that they follow up on the quotations that are out there. And immediately you're going to have a higher level of results. And then when you have done that action, then you can start looking at the step before. And rather than then looking and following up on the quotes, you can see, well, what leads then to better quotes? And you can have the same thing. You can say, well, what is my expectation on better quotes? Well, of course, I want to have quotes with higher revenues. I want to have quotes with higher margins. And I want to spend less time on my quotations. So what actions can you put into the previous step the step before what is about explaining the value and the, that you can offer to your customer before you make the quotations. And then you suddenly realize, well, you want to spend a little more time with your customer explaining the real value of your offer. You want to ma- make sure that your projects that you're following up, that they're really aligned with the priorities of the customers. And perhaps you want to have some kind of tool so that you can document the potential savings that your customer is going to have when he starts applying and using your products and services, which means that you're going to take the next step forward and say, well, how can I really make sure that the customer agrees and approves to the savings that he expects when we actually start implementing the offer and services that we have? And Again, you're going to put some actions there so that you can improve the process stepping back. And stepping back again, then you can say, well, how can I get my customer more interested in in actually sharing and evaluating the value that our offers and services will have? Because then you suddenly realize, but wait a second, perhaps I'm not offering only around those projects and activities that the customer is interested about. Perhaps I'm, I've made some misassumptions, some, some uh, false assumptions where I would like to push my customer to do certain things that I find are important, but my customers not agree, which means that in the previous step, I want to take another look at the agreement. 
of the projects that I'm following up and working on with my customer. And this way you can step step by step and always starting from the back, start looking at what is the expected output and what are the actions I can do right there in that process step to improve that that level of actions. Which means from, again, coming from the end, if you want to have more quotes, then of course you want to have a look to see that you follow up on the quotations and make sure that you don't drop any of the quotations that have a high value and a high margin. Which means you can increase the quotations that you have with a high value and a high margin, the chances of succeeding with those quotations by sharing more of the potential value that the installation and the buying of these um, quotations will actually have so that the customer is waiting for those quotations. And before you then, act, uh, before you then start communicating, communicating with the customer around those quotations that he is expecting and the value that he can buy. Perhaps you would like to take another look at the priority of those projects that you're talking to so that you're really aligned with the priority that the customer has. And before you want to do that, you can improve really understanding the complete potential that this customer has with you and you can improve understanding the potential that the customer has by by increasing the number of contacts that you have with this customer which means that you can only increase the number of contacts with the customer if you are aligned with the real needs that the customer has and you have associated the resources that you want to invest with the customer with really the, the top priorities of the customers, which you can only do when you choose the right customers altogether. So moving backwards, you can do exactly the same steps, but the difference is that you can immediately, from the action that you take tomorrow with your team, have an immediate impact on the result. Because if you start at the beginning, it might take six, nine months until you have an impact. In any case, you have to know exactly about the steps that lead to another and every improvement and measure of improvement you can do on the way. Just the other, the other Sunday, I was, um, I was just yesterday, actually, I was cooking in my, in my kitchen. And, uh, when I'm, when I'm preparing, uh, lunch in my, in my kitchen, I usually play some music. And um, I've got this iPad cradle there, which I which I play, and all of a sudden the music stopped. And of course, I went up to my iPad and I restarted the app, and I was wondering why I wasn't streaming any music anymore. And I switched the Wi-Fi connection on and off, and I was just on my and the music still wasn't playing, and I was just on my way, looking, um, going to have a look at and reboot the browser. Um, when I when I suddenly realized, but wait a second. If I'm not playing, if I'm not getting any music out of my uh, my setup here, I have to have a look at the end of this whole process to understand why I'm not getting any any music. So I started looking at the speakers that were right next to um, next to my iPad, and I suddenly realized that the connector, the power connector, had fallen out of the speaker, which means uh, somebody had rearranged the setup and put some cookery books next to the speaker, and by that, the the power had fallen out and I put the power back into, into the speaker and all of a sudden I was having my music. Which means I started the process from the end and I was much quicker now resetting the music versus if I had gone all the way to beginning and have done an analysis on my router to see if the internet was working altogether. And this is what it is about when you're working with a process. You as a leader, you have got four areas 
where you can attribute your focus and your competence on your team so that your team systematically in a structured ways becomes better. So it is not a question of coming up with this great idea that is going to shortcut everything and you're going to achieve better results. No, it is a structured and predictable way how to improve your process. And this is what it look like, looks like. In the end, in the final step, you will want to make sure, just like in my, um, in my little story around the radio, you want to make sure that the whole process is really followed up so that the results and the correctness of the business and you want to follow up to ensure that the completion and value of the sales is there. And you start that from the end. As I just said, you want to make sure that all the process steps are there and specifically you want to start at the end to make sure that the quotations are followed up and the quotations are correct and all the processes are in place so that you can really govern the execution of your business. The second thing that you then want to make sure when everything is correct, you want to coach your team to win the targeted business and be more efficient in the process. Of course, there are always things that can be improved and there are always things that where the team can be better. And you want to apply yourself when you're sure that the process is stable and people are doing what they're expected to doing to do and they're using the tools in the process that they're expected to do, you then want to apply your time to see what, how are they really doing the different steps. And that is where coaching plays a role. You want to be there with the team to understand, well, what are the reasons and what are the, the measures and actions that can help them to become better and more efficient in executing the process now. And it could be training, could be coaching, it could be explanation on certain tasks and practice on certain tasks. And then in the third step, now when you're sure that your process is stable and you're productive in the process, now you can start looking into developing the process a little more which means you can have another look at the strategic approach. You can start changing things at the beginning. You can start changing the selection of certain customers. You can start modifying your competence that you're offering and how you're aligning yourself with certain customers so that you can perhaps be more impactful with certain customers. And that is where you can develop the approach by improving the selection and constantly increasing your, your flow through through this whole sales process. The whole productivity is then taking a next level because that is where you're looking into growth. And in the final area, when all these three, the stability, the productivity, and the, the growth has been mastered, that's when you then want to look at the final step when it's about transformation of the process into the next generation um, of processes where you want to transform the market approach to meet a vision of increasing the attractiveness of everything that you're doing. And that is really where you're developing then the whole process forward. So that means in the first three steps, in the first three areas that you would want to look and look into, you govern your process to ensure that you have the stability that everything is doing, being done according to what is documented in the process. In the second step, you want to increase the productivity by coaching the people. And the third step, of course, you would want to develop the growth within your process 
by taking another look at the selection at the beginning and only in the final step do you want to start transforming the process and start being innovative. So these are the, the four steps in that sequence how you would want to become better. And that will allow you to transform your whole process, transform your whole, whole team and start becoming better in the future and have more so success. Because that is really what it's about. Because the success is the sum of small efforts repeated relentlessly day in and day out. It is not about coming up with a big action that is going to revolutionize everything. Unfortunately, it is the sum of the small efforts, starting with the governance, making sure that everything is in place and everything is being used, focusing further on the coaching to increase the productivity and the flow through of that whole process that you're in charge in. And when you're satisfied with the flow through, you can, you can increase the 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 uh, the parameters that allow you to incorporate more growth into your process but it is a step by step process it is a relentless process it is repeated day in and day out and that is how you as a manager can take charge of the improvements in your process and create the growth and create the success with your team without being dependent on external factors so that is all for today. That is how a process becomes so essential for you to work on because it leads to the success with your team. And every step that you're improving, you'll be looking to see and sharing the progress with your team so that they also feel that the effort they're putting in is leading to the progress that you're looking for. Because in the end, that will make you all successful. Thank you for today. Remember, I'm Coach Colin. I'm here to help you master your leadership.